Do you like listening to Cast of Thrones? Well, we are supported by viewers and listeners just like you. So head on over to geeklyinc.com slash donate, where you can throw us a few stags or dragons, or make a recurring donation. This week, Season 4, Episode 5, First of His Name. I'm Michael Thriftinger tomorrow, and with me is Nick Bristow. Hey, everyone. That's all I got. Jennifer Cheek. Hey, everyone. You copied me. You gotta stop stealing. We told you to stop that. I told you to stop And Tim, my dark past, Lanning. Hey everybody, it's great to be here. Call me Harper, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so confused. Uh, What are we doing? Where are we? No one's. I mean, I guess there's people that listen to Cast of Thrones that don't listen to Dungeons and Dragons, and they're very upset right now. Anyways, it's great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) How's everybody doing? I'm a little hungover, but besides that, I'm okay. Baby. Um, I'm good. I'm in full-blown Attack on Titan mania right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. all I want to talk about. That's okay. not this podcast. Oh, but oh. I wanted to talk what about What if Game of Thrones was an anime? <gasps> oh. uh, that's probably going to happen at some point. I've I definitely seen artwork that anim- animifies the characters. I love it. Anim- what if they did a, uh, yeah. um, a Dunkin' Egg like as an anime? I would watch it. I would watch it. Yep. Uh, I watch that. <laughs> That's it. It's just. I would, yep. I would watch that. I, I'd watch that. They'd probably cool. make a lot of money off of it. They probably would. Yeah. But I guess, you know, like the old like English knight, you know, knights in Game of Thrones, knights in armor, it's not really. It's not a lot of animes about that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's there's, well, there's like Berserk and stuff. Oh, where are we going with this? Yeah, this is not the anime cast, unfortunately. It's, hey, but it's the anime cast. <laughs> What's your favorite? We never talked about What'd you guys think about this dang episode? I liked it. I thought it was uh, interesting. I would like to point out that like basically what I said would happen happened. I, in what way? <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, all this little side story is gonna have really no effect. Yeah, that's true. That I Tim and I were discussing that a little. I, I definitely but, feel back on track. I guess. But yes. yeah, it was a uh, pretty dang ding dang cool. I think some people felt that it was a filler episode, and I could I could see that, but I think it's setting things up. You can't have super action-packed episode every episode because right. things won't make any sense then. Yeah, there's definitely a, a filler vibe to it. Probably one of the most filler-y episodes we've probably had. But it was it one time. Was... characterization way. Like, yeah. I could watch Brienne and Pod oh, five just hang f- out for hours and hours. Yeah, but the whole thing is we get one of the major reveals in the entire That's... series in this episode. And so. maybe people weren't like... 
shock. I don't know. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's yeah. a big thing. So I, I thought it was a great episode. I have some thoughts about that, but mm-hmm. I'll save them. Um, um, I would also, I'd like to point out my uh, tweet uh, from at thrifty nerd <laughs> on May 4th at 4.31 p.m. Uh-huh. When I said, fingers crossed for tonight's Game of Thrones to be all Hodors and lemon cakes. So this, you got, you got, you got a good little app out of that. I, I feel like yeah. I nailed that one. You nailed that one. Because there were both I, lemon cakes and a uh, substantial a amount of, of Hodor. Yeah, like Christian Narn got some, some real acting done. Do you think Christian Narn actually killed that guy? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, ah. He uh, is in jail right now for, ah. for, for committing murder. He, he's in DJ jail. He's in, oh, that's the <laughs> best kind jail. of jail. He just that has to awesome. spin tunes like all he, day long. I will say that I'm a little let down that Locke just died that way, I guess. Yeah, that was kind of bull. It just felt like very, uh, his whole storyline was worthless. Yeah, I feel well, like- everybody was like, oh, fuck, who the fuck is this? I don't know who this is. Uh, and then, like, um, yeah, well, they, he's gone now. You don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah, I feel I like it was pretty was... much a way to get Bran and Co. out without them seeing John. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of relieved that it worked out. Yeah, yeah that they weren't, like, totally, like, screwing us over. Yeah, like, I was... Had John met up with Bran, I mean, that would have well, just been... What? Yeah, it would have ruined everything. But, I don't even um, like that he knows that he's alive. Yeah, yeah. that's super yeah. weird, you guys. It's weird, but we'll talk about that. I feel like that's more of a spoiler section. Let's just let's get into it. Get we're into we're, it? we're getting too specific we here. Are. Um, ah, so all right. Let's go ahead and get Marine right out of the let's way because it's so way. disconnected from everything else that I always just like. Let's talk about it at the beginning, and then if there are like dragons or something, maybe another episode we'll talk about them later. But I just and it's so GD boring. There's not a lot going on right now. Um. So Danny finally finds out that Joffrey's dead. Yay! News excited. seems to travel much much faster in the short version of things. Does in the book because even in the in the books, people don't even really know that Danny is doing stuff over in Westeros. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They just hear rumors about dragons and a, a silver, silvery dragon queen mm-hmm. way back over there. But both and mostly just from sailors. And everything's like very exaggerated too. What's yeah. actually happening? So when the information actually filters its way. To Westeros, it's not really correct. Yeah, at this point, they right. think that dragons are eating people, and she's Joff- Joffrey is bed. I don't I, like <laughs> you sleep on him. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> it's like the world's largest game of telephone. Yeah, literally. Uh, so they don't but- telephone. That that is the joke I was going for. <laughs> Can I t- uh, take this Sorry moment to shallowly <laughs> <laughs> to shallowly talk about how? How awesome Danny's outfits always look. She's always on point. And Girl she, look good. She and Miss Sandy have the same dress on, but different colors, Aww. which I thought was cool, actually. Because it's like, you're not beneath me. We're, we wear the same clothes. We'll share clothes. Aren't they like gifted BFFs. dresses of like the city in the book or something? Wait, what now? Aren't they gifted dresses at some point from the well, cities? Yes, there is like also a whole storyline where they have those dresses yeah. in Karth with the one boob hanging the out, and boob. I am right. really surprised that HBO did sh- not Yeah, do it that. is shocking that HBO yeah. didn't like dig deep no, into that one. No, I'm, I th- I'm 90% sure that um, uh, Amelia Clark. Clark. Clark has said no more nudity Yeah, for I think her. that yeah. it's out of her claws now, so no more boobies. Yeah, now I, that she's a little older and mature... <laughs> Like no more. Like she only like eighteen year olds. She paid the iron price and she, she did it yeah. and she does not have to have her one boob hanging out. She's basically like, nope. I'm gonna show 
old Dario on my boobs. I'm not going to show new Dario on my boobs. So Sorry, sorry haters. Audi. Even though Dario got her all these damn boats, it's like I, you heard I, she liked boats and she I got loved, her boat. So this is the fun thing they have to do where they're like, uh, there's a story bit, but we murdered a character that is supposed to do it. Because... Uh, essentially what happens is Zorro comes to her and is like... The guy in the vault. Yeah, the guy yeah. in the vault. He's like, hey man, I got you these ships. Uh, in this version, they have Dario Nahas, uh, who was amazing in this scene, I thought. Oh yeah, no, he was great. Where he's just kind of like, I heard you like ships. And then he's like shrugging <laughs> out of focus towards Barry the Bold. And- Barry the Bold? <laughs> if you called Ferris and tell me Barry the Bold to his face, he would chop your head off. That's what the net calls him. Oh, boy. Stannis the like Menace, not- Barry the Bold. I don't think Barry would like that at all. I feel like he you're disrespecting his name. Uh, Barry the Bold would fetch me liver and onions because I have a hunger. That's what I say. Oh, God. That's um, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of strange, the whole thing. This is just me being like, how, how do they justify what, what actually happened? How did Dario, with his 2,000 troops... <laughs> Captured ninety three ships. He doesn't have any ships. They're all like, uh, they're all docked. You know, dry docked. Or he like has a friend that like did him a favor or Some. something. I didn't assume he did. Or the fact that like... Danny's like, I didn't actually do that. He's like, yeah, well, <laughs> well I did it. I did so. it anyway. I'm gonna eat this fruit or nut. And then they're like, well, so how many? And they like, they can carry like a uh, hundred people per ship, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're so, kind of set. But uh. They're a little worried. They're, they think they can sack King's Landing with uh, 9,300 men, but um, they don't think they can quite take Westeros before. Exactly. So. Well, they totally couldn't. They, they could do King's Landing, but, I mean, what's the point of having King's Landing if you don't have the country? Her yeah. point, what she wants is to be able to rule the country. So, it's kind of... Well, she doesn't want to do it slowly, because she could go over there, take King's Landing, start rallying people to her, and then and then go take right. her. Right. But this is the whole struggle that Danny has, where she's like, how... Well, this during this meeting they also find out like, hey, remember you guy? It's super fucked right now because you set up a cool council and stuff, but then afterward it just went to hell. And now there's a butcher king named Cleon that's in charge of it. Cleon, Cleon the butcher. I love when they keep things like this. Yeah. In. Um. So, Danny's struggle is she's like, how can I go to Westeros and expect to rule everything? Like, right. I can't even rule this one city. I think it's her I way of being control. like, oh wait, I. Maybe don't deserve to do this if you're right. making all these poor decisions. Yeah. I don't know what which, I'm doing that much. Which, granted, like, at least Annie has something of a claim to Westeros. She's pretty much just, like, rolling through this area right yeah. now that she has no connection to at all and no, like, understanding of their culture. Right. And, I mean, she's just, like, sacking the city. She's a, she's a conqueror right now. At right. least in Westeros, she has a claim to the throne and people though like oh yeah targaryens they were kings and queens before yeah they were queens kings so, queens for 300 years so. oh, she, she's just locked in on this whole slavery thing and she's, she's like yeah, i'm not yeah. having it she wants to fix all the problems and she's very i mean she's very young still like she's very idealistic in that. and this is her first sort of taste of her idealism kind of backfiring not yeah. the first taste i guess technically the first taste was when she saved Mary Mazdur, yes. and that lady uh, killed Drogo and the baby, maybe? born baby, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, out. this is a, another sort of way where Danny was making a tough choice, but it's not also helping. And she has to decide: is, Am I going to stay here and rule, or am I going to go to uh, down to Westeros and Jorah? You know, who looks great, by the way. I, I want to listen to him read everything. Um, I think pretty much says 
how like you can't keep everything. Yeah. You know. I mean, he first is like, no way, you totally shouldn't go to King's Landing. And then he's like, well, I mean, I, I recognize that this is if you're gonna do it soon. Now's a good time because everything's in turmoil. But at the end of the day, she she decides, nope, I'm I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna rule Marine. I'm gonna right. take control of everything. And they're gonna have armies on their way to go fight them because Yunkai got taken back and Astapor is kind of their own thing now. So, but Yunkai got taken back by the Wise Masters. So yeah, there it's spelling trouble for old Daenerys. Mm-hmm. So who knows what mm-hmm. she's gonna do? She should probably focus on her original goal. That's what I would do if I was her. Just bounce out. Because, of, I mean, she's making... All she's doing is making enemies. Yeah. Like, yep. Wherever no, she goes. No, no, no. But she's so far away from Westeros. It doesn't matter if she makes tons and tons of enemies. If she, if well, it wouldn't matter if she'd Westeros. fucking leave. Like, like that's not what she's doing right exactly. now. Yeah, no, it works both ways. It's so far away, she can just leave and she can make but more enemies. But she doesn't want to leave whatever. a mess in her wake. Right. Which is what she would do. But it'd be fine because then, like you know, it'd be a really cool battle in Westeros. <laughs> it would be awesome because they would fight, <laughs> and we like fighting. And, then the and lots of people would die, and then it'd be fucking it'd be... dragon battles. Like, exactly. come on, Cersei would probably be king of Westeros. Mm-hmm. I would love to speak of Westeros. Do you guys want to take an Iron Throne donkey? Mm-hmm. Is there a kitten on it? Uh, Sir Pounce is riding it, of course. <sighs> Uh, I don't think Sir Pounce is going to be in the season. Then. Yeah, I That's saw. What I, heard. I saw that. I'm sad. I wish Sir Pounce was like on his like, like on his arm of his chair and Me he was too. like petting it. What if they just gave Tommen a stuffed cat? Or what's the cat Salem from Sabrina the oh Teenage Witch? Oh my god! I wish they would resurrect Salem. Oh man, <laughs> that was a good show. And, and he could give advice to Tommen. Uh, and he would crack so much wise. And Tommen's like, yes, my grandfather told me to listen to wise counsel. Well, I have, I have this, this cat. talking cat. Salem, he tells me what to do. I'm totally not crazy. What? Everything is fine. What, what they... even are the showrunners doing? What if they replace the Iron Throne with uh, cats? Just yeah. All cats. Yeah, there's a big a, throne of cats. Squirming. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's just constantly Wild like moving cats. in a in a vague shape of a throne, and as soon as he sits on it, they all run away. Ugh. Or like if you sit on it and they claw you, it's like you're not meant to sit the kitten throne. That's just like the Iron Throne. Yeah, well, I mean, Actually, yeah, it would be covered. almost exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, I, uh, Tim Lanning is allergic to kitty cats, so that would be bad specifically for me when I conquer. Westeros. Well, you would. Guys, my sister brought her one-eyed cat over this weekend. Like, not like, I was like, hey, bring your new kitten over. She just brought it over, <laughs> and it was really gross because it pooped in its cage. Oh. 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 And it was, gr- you know what? Cats are kind of gross. No way. I don't. I hear. I didn't hear this. Guys, before we get fighting everywhere, let's let's refocus. Tommen is now getting sworn in as the next king yes. of Westeros. He's in. a soak. Guys, I've got to pull in for Tommen. I'm not going to lie. Me and Tommen, OTP. I, <laughs> well, he's young. That's creepy. Um, older Tommen. Older Tommen. Okay, aged up. And younger me. Um, no, but I, this Tommen aged up, specifically. Tommen is just so, he's just so sweet. Like, And again, I know that I'm taking some of that from the books. Is it show watchers, you don't really know a lot about him yet, other than he has a cat. Yeah. Um, he, but he is genuinely not an asshole and not a monster like Joffrey. So, right. I don't know. I feel... I feel for him. Yeah. He is a sweet, sweet baby boy. Yeah. And during their little chat uh, or his ceremony, when people are being like, 
Hey, I like you. You're king. That's You're my cool. king and stuff. Let me bow to you. I'm gonna bow to you like a god. Uh, he's giving old hello eyes towards Madri, who's mm-hmm. standing over in the wings. And then that Cersei, John, just gets right up in the way. Blocks oh, God. It. There's a really good gif of it where it's like Tom and Fiona like, hey. And Cersei comes in. Whomp, and like completely takes <laughs> yeah. It's just great. fucking ruins it. But, and then Cersei goes to talk to Marjorie, and Marjorie's totally like, Oh no. Oh, I don't I don't know if I want to be the queen. And you know what? I'm really confused because I thought last week she wanted to be the queen. She's I don't know. She's doing a hef- healthy bit of I lying. I would say I that the both of both Cersei and Marjorie in this scene are doing a lot of manipulating. Okay. Um so let's first talk about how I was fully expecting Cersei to go over there and like slapped Marjorie in the face. Right. Uh, but she didn't. Yes. She was super nice. And I kept waiting the entire conversation. All right, where's the barb? Yeah. Like, where is it? And she never does it. And She never does it. And she's totally nice. for this nice. entire uh, episode, she's being nice to everyone she's talking to. I have no idea what's happening. I was like, did Cersei get body snatched? Because what is happening? This is not how she acts. Um, Some people are, are, are saying she's just doing it because these are the people that are helping run the Tyrion trial? I think that's 100% no. what must be happening. Yeah. Because, so she's nice to Marjorie because Mace Tyrell, and he's watching too. Like, there's a scene where, like, he sees them talking. Um, she later goes to talk to Tywin and is super reasonable with him. And she talks to Oberyn. So she's, like, trying to butter all of right. them up and, and make connections with them. And, like, she, she makes points to all of them basically being, like, I want you to vote against Tyrion. Yeah. Please do yeah. it. She doesn't say it, but she she makes she makes it come about. It's, it's a lot more subtle than Cersei is used to doing, which yeah, I think is right. It's not usually her strong choice. point. Exactly. <laughs> like not at not at all. I, I feel like I, I feel like her character was a little all over the place recently because I she just didn't seem so distraught the past few episodes that I'm very impressed that she's able to get herself together enough to be this manipulative. Because there's no, we can all agree, there's no way she's just, like, being nice. No. Like, that's not possible. Mm-hmm. No. It's not happening. Yeah, and it's too specific, you know, to for the the trial people, you know. It's all about, I gotta make you like me. Yep. And let's kill my brother. Which, I mean, there's a slight chance with Marjorie that, like, she realizes she's in for the long haul with her, so. Right. Yeah, exactly. Cause Maybe. Marjorie yeah. probably doesn't have the ear of her papa the same way. Uh, maybe I. It's, I don't know. It's interesting. She even admits to Marjorie. She's like, "Listen, we both know Joffrey was a monster." That was <laughs> kind of interesting. I, like, yeah. I don't believe Cersei would say that. I think she knows that the only other person she's ever said that to was Tyrion. That one time they had the weird like heart to heart talk. Right, and she mentioned something along the lines of that to Sansa, basically being like, "I didn't love Robert, but I love my children." Yeah, so, you have to love. You always love your children. Exactly. So I think. It's a little more honest than I would have anticipated, but it was kind of a nice character moment to, on on the same token to see her be like, yeah. And another thing that um, this was pointed out, I believe on the IO9 recap, that Marjorie, a lot of people were pretty skeeved out by her coming to Tom's bed last week, which is totally understandable. But I, I, don't, I don't think that Marjorie's playing it like, I'm going to bone you, 12-year-old Tom. And yeah. I think she's just being like, I will be your friend. And even the way that Marjorie's dressing now is entirely different. Because you remember how booby her outfits were before. Mm-hmm. And this episode we we all remember. Not. 
She's not been. Ever since Joffrey died, everything is very modest. Yeah. She has like a shawl over her arms. I mean, she's, she's also like a mourning totally... too, so I wonder if that's. But I think that Marjorie would totally still have her boobs out in mourning <laughs> if it if it served a purpose. A black dress with two holes. That's not. I don't think that serves her purpose right now. She doesn't want to be sexy to Tommy. She wants to be a friend to him. It's a mm-hmm. different. That's what I think's happening. So I keep. Let's just keep watching what she's wearing. I may be wrong, but that's my theory at the moment. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense, you know. And, and I think they're very deliberate with costume choices in this show. That's a that's a very like subtle thing. Yeah. If, they, if that's if but they did they're do that, they're very they're like if you I don't I forget where I saw this, but all of the costumes in the show are so detailed. Like so, like Catelyn Stark, her stuff would have like fish on it for Tully's, like yeah. in the beating, but it's so subtle you don't you would never notice it if you weren't looking really closely at it. But it's there, so I. Th- I I, I feel they like have some fun. You I know, think they their, take their care of these department. things. So maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but we'll no, I mean me. people in Westeros are kind of like rappers. They have their names and their sigils everywhere. They like to have their bling. Sure, sure. They do like on that. point, which is nice. Uh, and then I thought Margie was also doing her her own proper shtick. Oh, where absolutely. she was like, I never even thought about being queen. I uh, knew, oh, I what were we talking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. You know, actually, that's a good point. I guess yeah. I, I am still a. I mean, I'll talk to my dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and I mean, obviously, she wants to be. So like, they're both playing each other. Yeah, I feel. I feel like we've had very, scenes talk about. It, it was a very interesting thing to watch both of them putting on this mask and mm-hmm. talking to each other. And like, I thought. What are you- both actually saying right now exactly and i thought cersei did it better which is blowing my damn yeah. mind yeah she did she is i mean props to her she's very talented at this apparently yeah it's nice though uh then she goes and talks to tywin mm-hmm. uh we get a lot of interesting bits out of this conversation stuff that um we didn't know in the books and yeah. maybe it's not even true but whatever they are really hammering uh down this iron bank of bravos yeah, and keep bringing it up every episode so obviously this is an important right make note this is a thing there's the iron bank and this is not even necessarily us like speaking from book knowledge it's just that it keeps coming on the show that obviously they're doing something with yeah. it um so come to find out you know how lannisters uh shit gold yeah well they don't got any gold anymore because that blew my mind that was like what mm, what yeah what? I think I guffawed, and hopefully I didn't wake you up last night. Oh, you didn't. I was dead asleep. But it, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. they don't have any money. Any, well, they don't have their main resource, but. Right, that, right. That, that shocked not... me. Yeah. And, and basically, and Tywin does this whole explanation. It's like, listen, we need the Tyrells because they're the second most rich in the kingdoms, and the Iron Throne is hella in debt right now right and we wait they're the anymore. they're the second most rich and they they have zero dollars yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. but the thing is that the lannisters have been bankrolling the throne for the past like 19 years or right longer, doesn't longer doesn't don't don't they owe them like hundreds of thousands of dragons oh, yeah. or whatever oh, it's, yeah it's like a completely absurd i think they mentioned it in season one when they're doing uh ned stark's uh tournament or something like that mm-hmm. and it's bad. And, and they still have money, you know? They they still, just because they don't have their gold, they still have their other ways to make money. And, right. Well, always in theory, they rich. were, you know, putting it away as they were digging it they, out of the ground. Yeah, diversify, you But know? they can't bankroll the throne anymore. Right. That's the thing. They, they, don't need, have that they need the Tyrells to be just as invested in the throne as they are. So if Tywin just up. looked, if, if Tywin just, like, took a second to, like, pick it out of the toilet, Every day, yeah, like, right. You know they'd be good. Literally flushing it down the toilet. It's not fair because he shits it. 
And he hits gold. Ty- Tyrells, again, are one of the, the biggest um, houses that are completely unaffected by the war. The, mm-hmm. the Martells are also unaffected, but the Ornish don't have nearly as many men as the Tyrells do. Yeah. So, yeah, they're ba- like I was thinking in my head, why do they need to have Cersei marry Loras? Because you'd assume saying, hey, I'm going to let you marry the king is enough. But they're like, they no, just, let's double down. They just need to make it like airtight alliance. Yeah. And Tywin they... makes an interesting point. He's like, you don't need to make formal alliances with people you trust. Right. Take people you don't trust and then you make the alliance with them. Which makes complete sense and I had never really thought about it that way before. Yeah, Tywin's so smart. He, well, he is. He's a master at maneuvering and, and, and political bullshit, basically. Right. I mean, he did the Red Wedding just by writing papers. Like, just writing them. So, yeah, this it's weird and also, this is when did we talk about this already? When Tywin she's trying to convince Tywin to like fucking you know, screw over uh, Tyrion. Well, that's, that's their their conversation here too. Is Cersei knows that for Tywin, the most important thing is the family name. Yes. So Cersei plays into that and is like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I'm totally. But, you know how Jamie like abandons you, and now Tyrion killed your grandson, but I'm here for you. I'm yeah. here, and family's the most important." So she suddenly based, was like, "The uh, your sons don't really care about the family." Like so, but yeah. the the weirdest thing about this whole thing is that Tywin says, "I need to give him a fair trial." Which is, like, uh, completely unexpected because you just assume that, or because, you know, Tyrion and whatever, that Tywin is trying to just screw over Tyrion. Yeah. And apparently that's not the case. Like, he Maybe. legitimately says, like, I'm going to give him a fair shake. See what he, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, Tyrion still is a Lannister even though he hates him. Um, I felt the most surprising thing about this scene is that Tywin didn't, like, completely ridicule Cersei while she was talking. Because I feel like every other conversation that Tywin has with his children is always just like, exactly. you're stupid and dumb and I hate you. Why are you so bad? <laughs> and he's not, like, full of hatred right Well, I mean, Cersei is completely obeying. They're like, yeah, Tommen will marry Marjorie in a fortnight. I'll marry Loras in a fortnight. Yeah, I'm doing the good stuff. And he's like, yeah, you are. But I can't talk to you about the trial. I guess that when she's doing everything that he wants her to do, then everything's cool. The second she tries to buck up against him, not so much. And she's being completely subservient right here. Maybe it's working? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, my whole thing is, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what's Cersei's game? I mean, she's always up to something. What's she doing? So, I have no idea. It's, it's maybe she's just legitimately playing the short she's... con and is just trying to get people uh, to kill Tyrion. And hell, maybe she'll marry Loras. I don't know how she's going to get out of that one. Maybe she'll mm-hmm. just do it. I think she's gonna, I think she's gonna marry Tyrion. That's my my, my <laughs> guess. I cannot imagine a more miserable couple than those I mean, two if together. They're the strongest. It's like they finally allow the the incestuous relationship that they've always wanted, and it's with the wrong brother. Yeah. Like, fine, no. you can marry a brother. I'm bad. I'm... And yeah, yeah. She, Tywin's like, you can marry your brother, and she's like, oh goody. And then she shows up, and it's it's Tyrion. And you're like, ah, what a twist! What a twist! And so, then, uh, and then, uh, uh, Jamie's in jail. <laughs> they killed Jamie, then, huh? <laughs> and, and they convicted him of killing him. So Shopping. the next person that uh, Cersei goes to talk with is Oberyn Martell, and I just would listen to Oberyn talk about anything at all, he, like always. He's also a great character. Isn't it great that we're getting so far into the show? We're in season four now. Yet we still 
allow new characters to be great and kind of spread their wings. And I really like the actor who's who's playing him. I think he's amazing. he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like so commanding on the screen. Um, so Cersei tries to connect with Oberyn, being like, "Hey, you you want to get revenge for a dead loved one? Me too. Yeah, that's that's also my thing now. Let's be buddies." Right, yeah, she's yeah. really like playing all the angles, you know. She's like, yeah. "This is how am I going to get to this guy?" Okay, you know, we both have dead people that we loved, <laughs> yeah. and but, uh, you know, my daughter is with the Martells. Yes, and... yeah. Sarah doesn't really take the hook for that, right? Because he he does say, you know, we don't hurt little girls in Dorn, so she's okay. I thought that scene was I like was just freaking out on the couch by myself because it just. Considering the past several episodes, I felt it was extremely uh, poignant to be, like, everywhere. Well, he says, we don't hurt little girls in Dorne. And Cersei says, everywhere in the world, they hurt little girls. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's true, because he- Westeros is a hell world. It's terrible, it's terrible. especially <laughs> if you're a woman. It's bad. Like, just, like, thinking in the moments where you're like, Cersei, you're the worst. Remember the things that have happened to her, too. It's like, hey, would you like to get married to this dude who's giant asshole this big old oaf and called out another woman's name on your wedding night and also like later he rapes you how about that yeah like, it's bad and she can't even like do the things that she wants to do because she was born with the wrong genitalia right she still has just as much well actually more uh ambition than her brothers but just the fact that she has a virginia she can't do it for <laughs> sure yeah. Also, I think Virginia. this very much is maybe the showrunners saying, hey, remember that time, that other season when Tyrion had uh, Maester Pycelle varies in Littlefinger, three people wrapped around his fingers mm. for a second to test them out? Maybe let's follow the rule of threes for Cersei too and see how we get here. I don't mm-hmm. know. Not quite the same because she's not looking for information. She's trying to incept them to kill exactly. Tyrion. Uh, the last little thing that happens here with Oberyn is she's like, I miss my daughter so much. Will you give her this present of a boat? Because everyone loves boats. <laughs> yeah, it's, here's this boat. Can you just take that? Yeah. Thanks. Give her a sweet, sweet boat. Here's but a dope-ass toy. Cersei does seem genuinely really sad here. I mean, she obviously misses Marcella a lot and is very concerned for her. Yeah, I mean, that, this is one of the reasons why she hates Well, so she's concerned for her now that, like, one of her fucking kids is dead or another... Yeah. I, I think she may have, I don't know. That no, may I be mean, true. remember when she they Tyrion sent Marcella away, that was the whole scene where uh, Cersei confronted Tyrion is like, I'll never f- let you forgive this, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to make you pay, but I will. Yeah, I mean, she was pissed from yeah. the beginning about it. She's been mad. Like, right. like Tyrion said back in the day, like, the only, like, positive things about Cersei is her cheekbones and her love for her children. Exactly. So... I think that's pretty, pretty true. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially the cheap ones. Do, do y'all, do you guys want to take an unruly donkey to go visit <laughs> Brianna Pod? Boy, do I ever! <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> I was like, "Why? What is Pod even doing?" And then once it dawned on me that he's bad at writing, I just was cackling. Yeah. <laughs> so he, it was great. He was so bad at riding that horse. Um, so when I was watching that, that scene, I was just like, wow, that looks like me when I was on that <laughs> horse that one time. Just going because which way. riding a horse is very awkward. 
Yeah, I guess I, I, you don't really learn a lot of squire and stuff when you're squire and for Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> exactly. You learn a lot about wine, and that's about it. Uh, political like, yeah. intrigue, maybe? Uh, you know about sigils? Sigils. He knows all about sigils. Yeah. This whole this whole uh, scene is like, um, hey, did you learn how to do these basic squire things? No. Uh, well, now you're gonna have to need you're gonna need to do them now. Also, I'm a grumpy lady that She's no one likes. She's so cranky. I love it. I want to hang out. With my my favorite part was um, so uh, Mosley was trying to put the jacket on Matthew, and Matthew was like, I don't need a valet. And, and but then Lord Grantham was like. Like, no, it's important that valets get work or whatever. And then yeah. she's like, and then Brienne was like, you, know, you can put, take my armor off. And it was ex- exactly <laughs> that scene from <laughs> Downton Abbey. You're so behind on the Downton Abbey. That's like some Downton Abbey season two cuts. <laughs> Tim, is, Tim died. He doesn't care about Downton Abbey. Come on. Wasn't that like exactly like that, that, uh, that whole is. thing? Yeah, it bad. is. This is, you know, it's like history repeats itself because this is English history. <laughs> Tim's dying. Um, so, so Brienne and Pod are out on the road because they're going to find Santa. What was everything that Thrifty said? What, <laughs> what was everything? It is a very similar scene, but from Downson Abbey. Downtown Abbey. I'll explain it to you when you're older. Is Downtown Abbey no. an anime? Then why are we talking? Mm, good point. I don't like her about anime, so mm. forget I. Would you watch a Downtown Abbey anime? No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a sweet anime. I feel like I don't care as much about Downtown Abbey as other people do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Well, isn't Jorah and Igrit in it? Yeah, they are. Yes. Yes. They are. That's true. Yeah, That's because there's only like 10 uh, British actors and they had to reuse them a lot. So <laughs> that everywhere. is true. <laughs> is Borat in it? I love Borat. He's- I love Borat. Um, guys, did you guys know that Pod does not know that fur burns? Because he just puts <laughs> that, that damn rabbit on hilarious. the spit. And it's like, what did you going to happen here? I know that like you can't do that, but I it's like not that far off to be like, it'll just burn the hair off. Like, you're It'd good. It'd be disgusting. How do it I work? I guess if you've never cooked anything before, yeah, like, you just don't know. It's like that episode of uh, Flavor of Love when a girl is trying... <laughs> You stole my joke! See? That's what they're talking about! You know what? That review is completely right! You do do that! Oh my god! What a garbage can! You just realized it! Uh, what happened is we read a review that accused, like, good podcast Jennifer steals jokes, and we're like, what the fuck is this person talking about? I don't steal them, I preempt them. And this has been the thorn and our love marriage for ever i do interrupt why do you, wait why do you guys watch house of love or whatever <laughs> flavor of love she flavor puts, of love she but puts like, a turkey and a microwave to get make them a nice ass but, meal why do you know, know that because like, we watched it in you... college one time i feel like that may have been the only episode we watched i've seen like one and a half of them oh yeah, boy yeah. it was yeah. a good ass listen ad- we have terrible taste yeah don't steal jokes anymore How about i that? will never stop okay i'm gonna do it twice as much now i allow it the more you say it the more i'll do it you're getting too strong from working out i'm <laughs> i'm very powerful i do what i want there's a there's a gift in here Oh, there's Pod's big smile. Pod is adorable. I love him. That's the moral of the story. Bran is is cranky, and I love her also. Yeah. Her armor looks great, and she finally allows Pod to help her hey, take her armor off. It's almost like Pod's getting through past her 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 heart <gasps> armor. Oh, 
You know, oh. her emotional armor. You know what I'm saying? That's Guys, so everything's a meaning. Wow. Like It's like Jojen. But yeah, once he tells the whole stabbing Mandon Moore in the back of the head thing, she's yeah. like, yeah. Mm, she's like no, oh, interested. you're not oh, completely you're useless. Cool. Yeah, I you, like that. You can make murder on him. I like it. I like it. And now they're best friends, and HBO's probably going to have to do a side show with them. Uh, could they just please? If it was just like Arya and the Hound and Brian and. And Pod running around, I would watch the shit out Solving of the show. Adventures, they already exist get into in my heart ruckus, and probably on the internet. Oh yeah, I'm they sure could, there's they much could uh, they could book for it and like just do one season of Brienne and Pod and yeah. Art and the Hound, and then next season will be like everyone else. I mean, it, it, book four, it seems like it's a third of what's happening right now. It's like Brienne and Pod just doing shit. Best. I love it. Uh, Speaking guys, of Art and the Hound. Speak, yeah. Let's speak of Varya and the Hound. So I thought th- these scenes were completely useless. Like, well, I mean, this here. scene was it was pretty cool though because basically we get Arya and the Hound. They're uh, camping out in some uh, next to a river somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, we get to see uh, Arya. She's still still doing her little prayer where she lists off all the yeah. people that she's gonna I, kill. I didn't know she did it so loud. Yeah, I thought she was always muttering it to herself. She was probably doing it loud just to be a dick towards the hound. That's my, my vote. And it's it's just great because she's like, "Why you know? Why are you doing this?" and whatever. And she's like, "Oh, these are all the people I'm gonna kill." <laughs> the hound. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Get it over with." And the hound. Like, and, he's like, and he's like, "What? <laughs> Me?" And then I do like that the next morning when he wakes up and notices she's not there, he genuinely scrambles around like, oh, yeah. shit, where'd she go? And I don't know if it's because he's worried that he's lost his uh, chance at a ransom. His meal ticket. Or if he is never she's going to stab him in the face. I don't think he's so afraid of the stabbing because... Yeah, he doesn't seem super concerned. There's Probably that, more concerned about money. Yeah, there's that scene last season where she was going to smash his face open with a rock. And he's like... Onto care. jelly. And he's like, do it. If you're going to do it, do it. So he... What Arya is doing, though, is she's practicing her water dancing. She has not forgotten the lesson that Syria Pharrell taught her. Um, and the hound's like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? This looks stupid. <laughs> Very <laughs> What's happening? Well, he, he... I don't know what's happening. Tim was checking um, his phone like a rude God, person. Damn it. Um, so she's, yeah, the hound like totally makes fun of Sirio and uh, it says he has greasy hair. And that's the part far. that really sets her off. The yeah. greasy hair comment. Like the hound can even talk about anyone having greasy hair. Well, what the heck? It, they it, all have greasy hair. Everyone has greasy hair. It's like hair. medieval times. I did. The hound has greasy face. Yeah. I, all, greasy as heck. I did like how he's like, Marin fucking Trance. You, he died, if your first sort of bravos died from Marin Trance, he was a big old shit. Yeah, but Sierra did not have a sword, and there was only the one of him. Mm-hmm. Right, and he killed, like, a bunch of guys beforehand. And yeah. he's not dead, because he got away. So shut up. Um, shut up the hell, you don't know anything. <laughs> he's definitely alive. He's totally coming back. Uh, he's I'm very dead. Sure. But, you know, it's cool, whatever you want. People so, did you know, see that scene and are like, maybe Sirius still alive. People want so badly for him to be alive. People, people on this podcast. There's a few people. It's I mean, uh, he's, he's Jack and Nagar, so it works out. The thing is, like, okay, so then, like, the sword she's using is literally like nothing. It's like a wire. 
It's so tiny. But it's like a straightened out though. like wire. It doesn't go through. Her. <laughs> yeah. So so she go. Yeah. She go. Or he. The hound goads her into finally. She stabs him, and um. But it doesn't go through his armor. And he's like, you know, I'm mad at one. It's because he had armor and a big fucking sword. Yeah. And, Smack. And he swears so good. He does. I, I feel that he loves to drop a good C bomb, and I feel like I shouldn't like it, but I do. <laughs> I feel I'll, like I'm a bad feminist, but I, I hey, you're, you're taking it back. It's okay. Well, he just says it with such venom that I enjoy it. It's true. Also, like I kind of feel like like Arya's sword is designed to put holes in guys with armor like his. Yeah, you think? Well, it's designed it's to like so go small. through the That's armor. I think. So tiny. Go in there. Yeah, neck. She's so small. And it's yeah, small, I think so maybe soft. she must have just not been strong enough Guys, or whatever. But that's totally what that kind of sword is for. Can we get a um, kind of like like a Mythbusters episode? Like, how good at killing like would a like needle like sword actually be? Hmm. Do you think it would? Who knows about swords? Tell us about like, swords. The thing is, like, like say, like you just have like a syringe. Like, how long? How many times would you have to stab somebody with a syringe before they died? Uh, Sirio says that all men are full of water and he's broken full of holes. So that's kind of the goal she's going for. And I've played a lot of Soul Calibur and I feel <laughs> like, you know, you can do it just with uh, a poking people enough. So uh, Arya just needs to get stronger and aim for non-armored areas. She's a little silly person. When well, she she's did like that. a child. She is a four-year-old boy and <laughs> yeah. it, it's tough. For her to stab. So yeah, she's the other thing. In, in the book, she's a lot. I think she's a lot smaller than she is in the show. She's so pretty the, small in the show. I would say the sword in the show looks comically small. Yeah, I thought it, it was really bigger does. than that, but I don't. I don't know anything. Um, well, sorry. So, hey, donkey time. Hey, do you guys want to take a uh, a donkey? What about a fire donkey. A fire donkey uh, to beyond the wall. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Man, guys, they got to Crashers Keep quick. Yep, real fast. It's only sure 60 miles. Did. How long it's did like, you ride on a horse? I can um, ride on well, a horse for three weeks. Based on my expert opinion, about an hour before your butt really hurts. Oh, so like, they got only one hour a day. Yeah. Like one hour at about four miles an hour. Okay, so hmm. it's taking like a couple weeks. Uh, they get up to Crashers Keep. Oh, we, do we still call it that? I think for now, let's just call it that. Are they still that call it. I mean, John called it that. Yeah, they, they, I think everyone's still calling it that. So, yeah. Even though he's dead as hell. So they 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 get there, and they're like, "All right, guys, let's do this." Well, they want to scout things out. Right. And and Lot goes and scouts, and he sees Bran and Mira and Jojen and Hodor mm-hmm. and a hut. But when he comes back to John, he's like. Don't go near that hut because there's bugs in it. Yeah, they're yeah, bad doggies. Yeah, I think I fell asleep during the scene. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, really? It was late and I was drunk. So oh. I'm going to try to remember things well, and do my best. Well, we, we've all watched it. We can cover for you. We'll carry you, Tim Tim. Um, is it Carl? It is, is Carl. Is it Carl? <laughs> Carl is the, the the bad man who drinks from the skull. Yeah, uh, not Carl the maid. <laughs> it's, it's a different character. It's Carl yeah, Tanner, so... brother of Danny Tanner. 
So yes. yeah, so a lot goes and in, informs them, and then we jump back to the uh, the brand the brand cave. Yeah, Carl yeah. is in there with his uh, his gang, and basically the uh, the thing nobody wanted is it's like about again. to go down. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna go in here and rape Mira yeah, because he's... no one wants me to. I just I think he... is it too uh, much the... to ask for like one episode, just like one episode where there's nobody getting threatened. Like rape threatened. Just one episode. It sure would be nice. There's absolutely no way they were gonna get through this guy though without going back yeah. there again. I mean, yeah. they had set, they already solidified. They had his set character. it up so much that they, you knew that they were going back. Yeah. There. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but he was drinking out of a skull. He is a bad man, <laughs> guys. I'm um, gonna go ahead right now. We may have discussed it already and called bullshit on that skull. Uh, eyeball holes. The eye sockets don't work like that. There's holes in them. We yeah. are optical. Maybe they corked it up or something. They corked it up. Oh, they, you think they that, wax. that Yes. Yeah. They yes. paper mache them holes closed. I like I in the when this DVD comes out, there's gonna be like nine extra scenes of Carl uh Tanner being like I gotta mm. get it just right. <laughs> <laughs> really plugging it in and then calling everyone the sea bomb. And be like, I'm the world's best <sighs> artisan at making cups out of skulls i don't know guys it's 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 not a humor so, so while all you, this threatening is is happening jojen is number one sweating like crazy and looking terrible still yes it's awful um but jojen's seeing stuff yeah i thought that was i think that's the part where i was like am i awake what, is this real <laughs> am i who else is seeing this uh well i i actually can't remember order of things because jojen sees he sees the weirwood tree and he's like brand you got to gotta go there mm-hmm. uh and he sees the fire on his hand and then what he, is that i don't know um we can talk about that more later and he tells carl i okay, i don't remember orders of this but he tells carl he's like you're gonna die tonight yeah that part i is see awesome. your bones in the snow 50 can i read your tweet sure um i'm not ready what did i i don't well, remember what i said um but yeah, so basically it was about to, the bad stuff was about to go down and, and, you know, and Carl was basically calling bullshit and then he was like, oh, but I saw you dying and bone, you know, your bones being covered right. by snow and. Which is nice because he bought some time and uh, Thrifty said via Cash of Thrones, was anyone else really pissed at Jojen for spoiling Blank's death <laughs> on last night episode? <laughs> Gonna give that guy zero stars. See. You have to be mindful of uh, spoilers out there. Sometimes right. Jojen will spoil things. Gosh, I'm just going to mm-hmm. start uh, muting Jojen when he's talking because mm-hmm. he's just going to spoil things for me. I also like people that were tweeting at us carrying on the logic that Jojen has just read the books. That's why he knows what's happening. <laughs> and so oh, I, I love it. when he's like, I don't know what's happening here. Like, this wasn't the fucking book. This is I listen, don't, go, don't look to me. This is new information. What if the Game of Thrones TV is an alternate timeline Green seers can see ultimate dimensions. <laughs> it could be. Whoa. I'm probably right. I'm probably it's gotta right. Be it. So the reason that Carl stops is they they hear a holler yeah. from outside because Jon Snow and his bros are there. This is perfect timing, if I can say so. Yeah, that is serendipity. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, I'm glad. It? Yeah, it's like that that movie. Uh, I'm glad that Carl waited a couple days to to commence the rape, and I'm glad that John uh, skedaddled as quick as he could because 
Yeah. Uh, Another minute all... would have been bad news. It would yeah, have been exactly. Real bad news, bad news and bears. I would have been mad again. It's, um, yeah, and so uh, Carl and his boys rush out to go fight, and John and his boys meet them, and it starts to be a cool ass melee. It's a, it's a mighty battle. Yeah. Um, between 24 good and people. Evil. So John is fighting inside of Craster's Keep, not the hut, against Carl and. <laughs> Bad guy Carl. Bad guy Carl <laughs> from Walking Dead. This is uh, walk- Carl from Walking Dead, grown up. Uh, and, what an asshole! He's totally feral. And, and Carl is. Re- God, I love saying Carl. I know that we're all laughing. We're literally just all laughing at saying Carl. Um, Can't stop. Won't stop. Uh, it looks he, like we're looking at but He's got two cool little daggery things. Yeah. Well, he's the the dude. Janelle, I don't know. He's talked a lot of bullshit. I was he's trying like, to drown him out. I'm like, you're a bad character and I hate you. And I don't want to listen to you. definitely a rogue. Um, oh, yeah. He yeah. was heavy on the DPS. flourishes all over the place. And, and John's fighting him and, and Carl's like, listen, dude, you gotta fight dirty. And he spits in his eyeballs. Which is gross. Super gross. And this is what I, I wish I they had director's commentary already. Because I want to know what he spit like, what did that actor from that Batman movie <laughs> spit in that guy from Pompeii's eye? Like, what happened? Yeah. Tell me more about this. Something. How many takes did they have How to many do takes? That? Like, was it like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, let me get uh, a wait, good one. Wait, <laughs> More small was, like, jello or something. Give me more jello. Yeah. <laughs> it, Meredith gave me the pudding pop, you know. <laughs> oh, is that your Cosby? Yeah. D- uh, did you guys know that almost every single time at comedy sports, when we ask for, we play a game, and we ask for, like, a substance, it's like, he's snorkeling, but he's not in the ocean. He's in, about 90% of the time, people say jello. So all we have to go is, like, people are immediately. very stupid. <laughs> very stupid. Hey, I want to go back and talk about John fighting. Okay. That's more interesting. John so, is fighting. John is fighting. He's he's on the ground. He's about to get got. Yeah, he's Carl. about to lose. But guess what? One of Crasser's wives, the one that specifically seemed to be Carl's, Carl's belonging to him, she stabs him. Yeah, this one's scary. Yeah, which is saying something. Good though. All kind of scary looking. And uh, then the Carl gets her down on the ground. And John's, John stabs him through his oh head. My God, that the was sword so cool. comes out of his mouth. I cheered. It was wonderful. Uh, like, he didn't need to stab him in, like, that perfect angle so it came right. right at the camera. But it was worth it. Yeah, and then when they cut back over to John, he, he was like, I'm, I'm, like, he's on a step stool. <laughs> he just slowly pulls it out. I mean, yeah. it's like 15 really, minutes or so. I'm really glad. Yeah, the whole 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm really glad they they sprung for the 3D vision of, on this because it really came. <laughs> did came you guys out. get your 7-Eleven 3D glasses? I did. For that scene? I still had mine from that episode of Drew Carey, so uh, I was I was I was sad. I have mine from that episode of Third Rock from the Sun. Oh my goodness! So I was really really happy actually that they had one of Crasher's wives be the one yeah. to stab him. I well, thought yeah. that was really yeah. satisfying. Uh, the fandom. Uh, wanted Mira to do it. Well, I that was mm, I. The only thing I regret about this entire scene is that Mira did not stab him in the neck with a frog spear. Yeah. That right, was we got really satisfying. Cool. We got some revenge in that he was killed, and you know Jojen was right. 
Yeah. But yeah, he she didn't get personal revenge. Which is fine because yeah. technically that girl had that more girl had more, more reason to want revenge. It, it than was she got not it. even technically that that's that's yeah. true. Because Mira's a pretty like heroic figure, so it was kind of mm-hmm. cool that just the like one of Craster's wives did yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just we have no idea what this girl's name is. You know, just... yeah, she, yeah. She... Her name's. Betty. Carl- I think it probably is, I think there actually is a strain of like all Crasher's wives being named after flowers. I think that's the thing. Or like oh. herbs and things. Her Gilly- name is They're actually Daniel. all named after Harry Potter flowers. Gillyweed. Yep, Gillyweed. Uh, Mandrake root. <laughs> that's all their names. <laughs> that's all I got. I do think that's <laughs> You can t- double check me on that. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm curious how many, we ex- how many names we actually learned. But. It's not a lot. I-, I think it's just a few. Yeah, so let's cut back over to uh, uh, Brandon. The Brand Hut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke goes back in. He sneaks. He's like, oh, hello, buddy. And the first we're like, oh, good, help us. Is your maybe good? Oh, no. You're, 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 not, you're, a nice, you're a nice watchman. Right. So this goes to the classic James Bond villain thing. Don't tell what you're doing. You'd be like, hey, I'm Locke. I'm a good guy. I'm going to take you away from your brother. It's weird, I know. But I'm a good guy. Here's his candy. But if you go ahead and run in and be like, I'm gonna kill you and cut that girl's head off and rape and Are her. you are you a star Brandon Stark or whatever? Right. Well, he asks him, Are you Brandon Stark? And then he's like, uh slice on the leg. Yep, you're him. I lo- I, I really dug that. Like, whoa, that was an amazing way for him to test it out. Yeah. A very quick way. Yeah. It's like, yes. Alright, well we know who you are now. Yeah. So he basically picks up Bran and and sacks of potatoes him out and is like, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. So Bran gathers up all of his energies and courages mm-hmm. and wargs into Hodor. Right. And oh shit. Oh shit. Hodor, Hodor's out. He Hodor's out, man. Uh, Christian Narn is killing it. So, oh, Hodor? so good. And he he rips- Hodor'd, I think, I think that Gawker did a count. I think he Hodor'd 30 times. Wow this episode. <laughs> they do count every episode. Like, <laughs> Maximum Hodor. They do, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the most he's ever said Hodor, I would have to say. He pulls a chain out of the wall. Right. And this is all improvised. It's just uh, um, Christian Narn had to go to the bathroom and he <laughs> got up and the, the chain's been holding. And he basically goes up, picks Locke up, and then snaps his neck somehow. It was really yeah. neat and kind of confusing, but I thought it was cool. And th- But the thing that was kind of sad about it, though, is that when Bran went out of Hodor, Hodor's looking mm, down right. at his hands like, what did I do? And he, yeah, like, just yeah. Hodor's sadly, and it was heartbreaking. Exactly. Yeah, Why didn't Bran just stay inside him for a little bit longer? No. It's... The thing is, they don't really go into detail for, like, the whole warging thing yeah. in the show. Because they, they can't, because they can't show you, like, the insides of their minds. But basically, when Bran is inside Hodor, Hodor's not, like just gone he just loses control of right himself. and he's not super happy about it either no. right they, they make it sound like he's kind of he's cower, like, cowering off in the corner yeah right. yeah in his own mind like he's trapped in the corner of his mind yeah. and he can't do anything it seems like hell yeah working into people and working into animals is a very different right. different situation working into people is like pretty uncool too yeah yeah right it's, which it's, is a, a kind of a weird thing it's, it's the show said basically that bloodbending Jojen yes. said that that was like dope as hell that you did that to Hodor, but in the book he freaked out like that is anathema. You, need you to cannot not do, do that. that. Yeah, 
That is evil and bad. And, and Bran's like, I totally can't. Well, yeah. that's the thing, because Bran can just take over another human and then walk again. Not a nice thing to do. It's, it's could rude. He, oh, could he take over a human with their full faculties? Yes. I don't know, but he could try. I think it'd be difficult to do. It'd be much more difficult because certain certain creatures are more hard to work into than others. Yeah. yeah. I think it's much I more hard to really... work into a human. I mean, he does it with Hodor. Well, so. but I know, but I think even Hodor is not super in, in the books when he's talking about it. It's not super easy, right? And it's a weird situation because I don't know where we are in the books right now. Yeah, I, I don't want to say too much because maybe they'll explain things in right. the show. It's just hard. You don't, you just don't get that viewpoint when it's from the outside and you're not in someone's head. So I hope this is helpful right. to talk about. To talk about. Yeah, it. there's stuff that happens in the future that can kind of gives more insight. Proof. Yeah. Stuff. So, so, uh, so we also have Rast running around the woods for whatever reason. Well, we away. have him running around the woods so we can have that fucking great psych out right there. Yeah. Oh, look at this scary hut. I bet something scary is going to happen in that hut. <laughs> yeah, well, it's sure kind is. of like Jurassic Park where they're running through different areas and they see the dinosaur cages are open. But in this instance, the dang... Um, uh, wolf cages are open, so uh, mm-hmm. I honestly, yeah, I didn't even think it was the wolf cage. I was just like, oh, look, he's gonna go hide in there. And I was like, I didn't put it together that right. that was the cage. It, it seemed like it was really far away, which was kind of strange. But that's kind of yeah. What I got like it. I thought he was running for a while and like just yeah. found some hut out in the wilderness. Why did we but... put the hut two miles away? We can all agree though that it was wonderful that Ghost got to kill Rast because Rast just last episode was like taunting him with water. Like um, an asshole. This isn't how Rast dies. <laughs> <laughs> what? In the book, he dies differently. <laughs> but in the show, he dies by direwolf murder, which and is great. In this timeline, in this dimension, this is how it happens. But Tim Valar Margolis. All men must die. Cassandra rules. Not uh, direwolves, though. Yeah. Um, the final, well, not the final. Also, what there's a baby bit where Bran is like, hey, there's Johnny. I, I want to say hello to my brother. And Doge's like, no, you no. can't. Don't do it. It's either you can stay with him at the wall, or we can go north to the Three-Eyed Crow. And Jojen has already talked about how he saw the weirwood. Bran saw the weirwood. They know it's important that he get there. Yeah. He's got to get, and Jojen says that he's got to go see him whoever him is right so brand makes a very difficult decision to not talk to his brother who he's not seen in so long and they scoot along to wherever they're going next but john does get to have a reunion <gasps> with ghosts, with ghosts. guys they miss each other so bad i feel like they should have hugged more they should have hugged more i feel like they should have licked his face uh it might just be because <laughs> it would have been very expensive they would have been he would have eaten them. Yeah. Use, I, I don't know if they're still using 100% real dogs. All 100% the right real dark well, wolves. That dog is too big to be a real dog. Uh, Not with that attitude. <laughs> he actually didn't seem nearly as huge as he did I agree. in I season two. I didn't feel like he seemed as big. Like I feel like we saw Summer recently and Summer looked giant. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's hungry. He needs to eat more. I love him so much. He's supposed to be so big right now. Like huge. Huge. Yeah. Like, a, like a pony. Yeah. Um. The last important thing that mattered to me in this scene uh, was dealing with Craster's wives. And John's like, hey, we can help you. You can mm-hmm. come back to the wall. Like, Yeah, Mance's host is coming. It's probably a bad idea. And they're like, mm, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, we don't really want to deal with 
you guys right. don't trust you so much. Would love to burn this fucking hell hut down to exactly. ground, <laughs> and that that made me very happy yeah. in my heart. They're like, "Fuck all this! Literally burn it to the ground. We're right. leaving. No more men forever. Kill I, yeah. all men. Let's yeah. leave." Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I think my notes literally say, "Hooray, Miss Andrew forever." Yay! I mean, they bring up a good point. The Night's Watch were not good guys to them. No. no. So why would they trust them? They like even though yeah they saved them right here, but why would they trust? Why would they trust any man? Every experience they've ever had with men has been bad. God, I hate men. So they're like, nah, we're gonna go on our own. Do our own deal. Yeah. Do you guys want to take a lemon cake donkey <laughs> over to Eddie? Mm-hmm. How the fuck are we gonna get lemon cakes in the airy? Oh, don't worry. A uh, little finger Baywish uh, brought. Uh, a gross of them. A, gr- a gross of lemon. I got, do you I guys he, know what a gross is? I do. I thought uh, he brought a couple of bushels. I feel like I used... Is it 50? I, it's it's a dozen dozen. Oh. It's like enough where you eat like too many of them and then you you throw up and you're like, gross. It's 140. Yep, a dozen dozen. Okay. Uh, That's how many I can eat. Uh, so we are treated to a nice little fun scene of Littlefinger and Sansa Stark walking through this terrifying gauntlet of stone and, and bearded men. Aramans. Yeah. I feel like they and, shouldn't have been pointing those bows at them. I feel like that's rude. Yeah. I and, feel like they don't need to be like, okay, guys, let's make sure our bows are constantly like pulled back this oh, whole yeah. time. What are they going to do? And what if they accidentally views. let go? Jeez. No, we didn't mean to kill your honored guest. My bad. Sorry. He's out there also. Say. He's explaining like, oh, if you want to get to the air, you have to walk through this one thing. And I'm like, why? Why couldn't you walk on the side of the thing, like That's where the people are there. standing? Like you could just go up the side and walk, walk there. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a reason. Um, maybe there's spiders. On the- <laughs> All right. The- yeah, you gotta watch yeah. out for the giant eerie spiders. Poison spiders. Yeah. Uh, and we're. I don't know, it's kind of like a beautiful sort of scene of Sansa coming home to fa- her family, and it's safe, and it's 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 kind of rough, but you know what? Sansa's used to roughness, and no one's ever going to get past the bloody gate, which is nice. Yeah, I do think it's really interesting. So the Eyrie, I, I don't know how much you can really see it here. The Eyrie is way the hell up in the mountain, mm-hmm. um, and you did see the narrow road. You cannot get, You cannot get there. Pretty much, um, there's like, like three different levels too. Right. I don't know yeah. what they describe. I, just, I think they may have mentioned it in the first season a little bit, but it's hard just, to get to. Just getting getting the bloody gate is one thing, and then it's like another day's climb to get yeah. to, the, to the area. Like, yeah. When Catelyn, when Catelyn was going, didn't she get in like a turnip basket to go up the last? That she one? did. The very last thing is a turnip basket. Yeah, because yeah. it's just so hard. Like you're on these horses and this tiny, tiny path. Yeah. That is terrifying and like icy uh, sometimes. Um, where was Myra Stone? Uh, zero stars this episode. Um, is that her last name? Yeah. Ma- uh, yeah she's um, stone. <laughs> I wanted to see her. I thought it was Myra. She's a pretty cool bastard. She is a cool. She is yeah, a cool one bastard. of Robert's bastards is in charge of the donkeys. Yeah, uh, in this she's area. a cool gal in the books, but I seriously doubt we will see her. Yeah, um, no, we're not gonna see her. Why would you say this? <laughs> what if they cast Cause... cold hands as the dude that was carrying people up on donkeys? Like, quickly. And everybody was like, <laughs> this is an like, elf, oh. not a donkey. <laughs> Shut up. So... And then Strongbell was there. And it's great. 
when Littlefinger has to announce <laughs> to the peeps at the Bloody Gate who he is, he's like, it is me, Littlefinger, and my niece, Elaine. I don't think he would say Littlefinger. And they're immediately like, oh, let our friend Littlefinger through. Like, cool. didn't they recognize him? Yeah, but you gotta have, you gotta, you gotta follow up. Well, he probably had to announce who she was, too. Yeah. Um, and they're like, cool, fine, you can go. We, we know that's Littlefinger, our, our good friend and uh, lover to Lysa, but who's this dangerous-looking girl? We better yeah, exactly. be on it. This girl child's going to wreak havoc. When you look at it that way, every single one of those arrows were just for Sansa. <laughs> because cool. as we quickly find out, Petire is... <laughs> um, Stop it. Is... Uh, it's kind of like he's like a known quantity at uh, the old uh, Lysa house. Yeah, yeah. they've yeah. been uh, they've been pretty hot and heavy. Been going steady for uh, apparently a little bit because if you remember, uh, Littlefinger Petire was sent there to uh, kind of um, seduce her and get her into the the Lannister fold. Kind right. of right. Yeah, that's that's uh, theoretically why he went. Yes, but obviously it's more like you know I want this for me. <laughs> Baelish do what Baelish do, so he's kind of uh, sprinkling in some of his own greed and so forth. So he and the big thing is Sansa's name is Elaine. Yeah, that's forward. like they, no one can know who she really is. Right. Um, so they come into the throne room, and Lysa's sitting there with Sweet Robin right on her lap, just the way we left him last time we saw him. At least he's not literally drinking from her yeah, at bosom. Least he's literally not actually on a titty right now. Right, it's been a couple <laughs> years, so you know. He's bigger, but still in the same spot. Uh, Littlefinger's like, I got this cool glass bird. He's like, he's yay! Thanks, Uncle Peter. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it down the moon. <laughs> it's gonna fly. It, it flew pretty good, though. I'll give him that. I bet I would have liked to have seen it crash on the ground. I feel like that would have been terrifying. Curse yeah. flat. Like, yeah. A little, a little, uh, a little difference here. Um, this this scene, the whole thing takes a little longer in the uh, show because uh, uh, Peter says that um, Littlefinger says that uh, Sansa is her his daughter as opposed to her niece, and um, it's it's weird. Kind of the same outcome. Yeah, it's just yeah. In the book, she he just is like, "This is my bastard daughter." I feel like that actually it makes much less sense to say that's his niece because people are going to be like, do you have brothers and sisters? Where's your brother? Where does this come from? But anyone would yeah. be like, I got a bastard. And they'd be like, okay, I get right. it. Like, that's a thing in, in the book, it's like, oh, she, he finds out that he has like a bastard daughter and like her her mom died and he's taken pity on her and decided yeah. to like bring her in and legitimize her. Yes. It's, I don't know. Uh Six of one, half dozen of the other. And niece She's is there. fine. I mean, I don't care. He might. I don't think he has brothers and sisters, but it's whatever. whatever. Um, but so... the thing is, Lysa believes it. Oh what? no, 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 not at all. No, she's like, I know who you are. Like, she knows who she knows. Yeah. In the book. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lysa knows. Uh... Robin doesn't know. Isn't yeah, Robin like a... doesn't know. Yeah, no, Lysa I know totally... Lysa knows eventually, no, but she totally knows. The whole she time. knows immediately. I don't know if that's true, but no, I will. I will let you guys talk, and then I will not look it up and try to prove you wrong. Because of there's a whole hair color thing. <laughs> well, she dyes her hair. But not before. Oh, that's not right. She tells her to dye her hair. Exactly. Yeah, right. She's the one that's like, nope, you gotta dye your hair. Yeah. So there we go. I'm right. So anyway. <laughs> that was very interesting. Uh, guys, Sweet 
Robert is just the, just the creepiest little child. He's like, hey, yeah, I heard your 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 parents are dead. Ha 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 ha. They're head chopped off. Yeah, uh, like what is wrong what's with weird? you? What's weird? That's what's like that like. It's... And Liza is like, listen, sweet Robin, this is your cousin, but you can't call her Sansa. You gotta call her Elaine around everybody else. It's super secret. Right. It's probably a terrible idea to tell Robin who she is. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know if you'd be good at that the whole secret keeping thing. Yeah. Robin's chief things he likes to do is make bad men fly mm-hmm. and uh, uh, eat titty milk. And suck a titty. But <laughs> keeping secret is, is, is not up there. It's not on there. Uh, Liza's like, hey, Robin, go show Sansa her room. I need a long time. I need, I, need to, I need to tell a big secret. I need to tell a big secret and make <laughs> out with my boyfriend. Also get married. Mar- um, secret married. So this scene. Wowie, wow. Uh, I rewound one. this like six or seven times. Because you just wanted to see him just kiss like, him. Slow so motion it. it a little bit. What's it like to kiss? Yeah. Uh, I find the actress who does Liza is uh, killing it. With, oh, yeah. She's she's great at being Liza. Yeah, just like kind of creepy mixed in with obviously like horn dogging it up towards his little And finger. like very, but very needy and like yeah. insecure at the same time. But like in charge too. Yeah, it's. So. it's yeah, she's There's a, a lot going on. Run. And she's like, I'm so glad you're here. I shouldn't have let you leave. And he's like, ah, setting up kings and uh, uh, getting Sansa. It's hard work. It's like, oh, let us be married today. And he's like, I want to wait on the other lords of the Vale to show up. Because he, be, he wants to be legitimate. He wants everyone to know he's legitimate. And Liza's like, I need to get mines. I've got a priest right outside this door. Let's get married. He's like, right don't, now, don't worry. They will all hear, even if they're not here. Ugh. Yeah. But <laughs> the most important thing, uh, I hope everyone that hasn't read the books was... You know, on all of their chair, not just on their edge, or else they would have fallen on their they ass. Liza says something to the effect of, I'll be a good wife. I've done so much for you. You know, like that time that I, I took those drops of those things you gave me and I put them in John's drink and had him drink right. them. John Aaron. I, Guys, remember John Aaron? Remember from John the Aaron? Very first season. Yeah. Remember the, the first that, scene, basically? Whose death well, caused all of this bullshit? You know to how happen? there's a war? Yeah. So, like, this scene, this scene is, like, very much like a TV scene because she's like, I poisoned my husband. My husband, John Aaron, the <laughs> yeah. former king of the hand. The one that was the king of the hand for. <laughs> <laughs> for, I was surprised for, uh, Robert Baratheon, pitch, uh, and then Ned took over for him. That one, the one who was my husband. That one, uh, you remember this? And remember, and then Littlefinger's like, yes, yes. Well, I don't know why uh, you're saying this. I, and so, then I wrote that, that letter to Cat saying the Lannisters did it. This, when this is revealed in the books, when I read this the first time, like I don't know if I can accurately describe the feeling I had because it was just so like. It's just all for nothing. Yes, I've all been waiting. All this terribleness was I don't... for nothing. It's all fucking Liza, it's Aaron, and just Little Littlefinger pulling puppet strings. Uh, I love it. Amazing. I bet it, it felt I don't like think... a rug was pulled out from under me. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think the impact of people that just watch the show is really gonna be there. Like, yeah, the, I don't know if people the, the fact that this all went down because because Lysa 
wanted to be with Littlefinger. She wanted to get rid of her husband, and yeah. Littlefinger was manipulating her the whole time. Right. And got her to convince the Starks that there was something fucked up about the Lancers. Yeah. Granted, there actually was something fucked there up about was. them with the whole incest thing. But still, right. like, they could have, like, been just fine without them. So much death and murder because of right. Littlefinger Right, and Littlefinger is like, I, I'll, how about this? I'll take a one of the major houses that isn't really been in politics for a while and have them try to topple uh, the, the richest house right now. I'll see what happens. I don't know. And he, he really just plays on chaos a lot. Yeah. And he always he's says like he, he thrives Joker. best on it. He's the Joker of Westeros. He's, he's just so silly. So yeah, this is crazy. This is the biggest kind of bomb that I remember hearing. Much bigger than who tried to kill Bran. Uh, who yeah. hired the the footpad for Brand, which they may not tell us because they keep moving on past. Yeah. yeah, for how big of a bomb it was, though, it was really kind of like nonchalant and like yes, I, I just anticlimactic wanted... maybe. Right, you think they could have like given it a second? Oh like, yeah, the way they they did it in the book was just pff, a ten ton megaton. It's, it's one of the best scenes in the entire series, yes. I think. And this was kind of this is a watered down version of what happened in the books. Um, so maybe more things will probably happen. That yeah, more things are definitely gonna happen. Uh, uh, I just yeah. I just worry that pe- that show watchers don't understand the impact. Right. So we're telling you now, this is a big fucking. I was <laughs> the already... whole reason everything happened is this. <laughs> yeah, this is why we read. This is why the show exists. Yeah, I was n- nervous that it was so quick and kind of vague that he's like, are we are we gonna get yelled at first? Pointing no, this out. it definitely is there. It's like, no, there. Yeah, it, yeah, it's there. Um, anyway, I'd like to point out that according to Tower of the Hand, she doesn't know that it's Sansa until the next morning after they're married. Is that true? When Accor- the, I mean, they, it doesn't have the up. exact text. I don't have the exact translation I'm from the original Hebrew here <laughs> with they me. They meet up on the fingers first. Remember? Right. That's right, and then I think she just dismisses him, and she doesn't really talk to Sansa. And then they have loud sex, and the next morning she says, uh, "Lysa now knows that you are uh, Sansa." But I don't know if she really thought that that was Littlefinger's daughter. I feel like she'd be hella pissed about that. I think she was. I, I thought that's what happened. I can't remember now. Okay, well, I'll go read the chapter again. Uh, anyway, my point is, actually. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Um, so Liza has her, uh, septon and waiting outside the door after she make, drops this giant bomb of knowledge. Right. It's like, hey, let's get married, like, right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yes. like, we could just do it right now. Oh, yeah, but we'd have to find a septon. No problem. I gotta take it care of. I'm, I'm stinky. Is. I'll go take a shower, you know. Nope. Uh, maybe, maybe, like, go throw up a little I bit. I like your musk. And then, you know, she turns to the priest and she's like, I'm going to fuck this guy hard and scream. It's going to be dope. Cut scene. Poor Sansa. I want you guys to her, watch. Sansa's in her bed and bleh, she can hear Liza and her sex screams and it's gross. Is that how good sex sounds? It oh, sounded boy. like it was being, she was being murdered. <laughs> that is, this is a straight takeaway from the book. Like that happening, that exa- is an exact thing that happens yes. in the book. It's, it sounds just like, I don't want to hear this at all. It's terrible. It's gross, Eliza. I'm trying to... See, this is... Okay, this, I was thinking about this today. Okay. She has an entire 
giant castle. How loud is she that Sansa can hear her? Well, they say that the eerie is, is very drafty and noisy. Yep. Okay. And All there's right. not a lot of people there. I so. just was like prepared to like, she she in the top of a tower and Sansa's like in the bottom and she can yeah, still hear probably. her. Literally everyone in this castle can hear them fucking. I think yeah. Lysa's making a point though. I mean, you know. I think that's definitely true considering the next scene that happens. Because yeah. Liza's very insecure and she can tell that Littlefinger has weird feelings towards Sansa. So I feel like she's it's her saying, this is mine. Right. right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like it, it might not be clear. Yeah. Liza's kind of fucking crazy. Yeah, so she's... Yeah. Uh, fast forward a little bit and they're, they're having a nice little din-din or dessert even. And we finally get some... Delicious lemon cakes for Sansa. Everything's going great for old S. Stark. And Liza's like being all nice Mm -hmm. and talking about Kat when she was a kid. Yeah. Well, she's talking about how Kat was getting fat because she ate too many cakes as Sansa is eating lemon cakes. It's like, if we had to get someone to stop her from eating the plate, she's a cow. That was such, it's such a shitty thing to do. It's like, like somebody's eating like candy, and you're like, "Oh man, I knew someone got super fatty in candy." That's, Hope you're enjoying that candy. Actually, be super candy. surprised at how often people do shit like that. Actually, it's really terrible. Don't yeah, and that falls in. Or oh yeah, like the like oh uh, oh you're eating candy. I don't eat candy because my per- my friend died of obesity, like that kind of thing. But hey man, do what you want. I'm cool. And she's slowly going from. Like here, ha ha ha, nice thing to not nice thing, or nice thing that's hard to be taken with a grain of salt. And she kind of tells a story while getting more angry, where she's saying that Catelyn loves sweet things, but since she loves sweet things, she didn't really take the time to like uh, things that weren't easy. So she kind of tells this quick story of how Catelyn uh, spurned. Littlefinger and wanted Brandon Stark, uh, the uh, Ned's older brother, Ned's older brother, who was betrothed to Catelyn, and you know, so much mad drama happened to Littlefinger. They had a duel. Littlefinger got hurt, and then he was sent out of the uh, River Run. Yeah, and she's and then at this point she's getting really mad. Like Catelyn, you know, never had. And in her to love Littlefinger, and I do. And she's like, why are you squeezing my finger? Yeah, oh, man. Poor Sansa, I just feel so bad for her. Yeah, and then she, like, accuses her of, like, are you pregnant? It's like, I'm a virgin. Tyrion never had sex with me. She's like, Tyrion? I don't think an S about Tyrion. Yeah, she thinks that little... But I just think it's so... It's such a bizarre thing. It's like, wait a second. You love this man who you think is fucking a like 14 year old mm-hmm. what is well, wrong with you she knows that Littlefinger only like ever wanted cat and yeah. never her and, and, it, and like, it really galls her well, oh they had sex well, though in she, the past. yes this is true is she but she also she's also like why did he go out of his way to save you like it like it had she didn't want uh yeah. Lysa didn't want uh Tyrion or Littlefinger to save Sansa like no. she knows like he's putting himself at great risk to save this girl that really means nothing to Lysa. Which is silly because it is useful to Lysa because if Sansa... I think we maybe forgot to mention this. Uh, Lysa's like, hey, Sansa, cool. Once your stupid husband's dead, you're definitely going to get married to my weird son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
So that is good for Liza because it's like, well, you have the heir to Winterfell. That's what they think at the time, mm-hmm. that she's the heir to Winterfell. Uh, engaged to your son. That's right. like double the veil and Winterfell together. That's very yeah. powerful. And for a society that kind of uses the female daughter to make alliances, this is, this is great news for them, you know. Because mm-hmm. usually they don't have the woman be the heir. But one, the best way around that is to murder everyone. Yeah. You murder everyone. Just everyone. Yeah, just but, go hog wild. But Liza's, all, I mean, Liza's very upset at the concept that Littlefinger cares for Sansa. Yeah. And that, that Sansa's like a replacement for a cat. Yeah, and I don't think she she has like a, a, a jealousy situation, but I don't think she gets the vibe that Littlefinger only loves Cat and not her. I still think she gets really thinks that Littlefinger loves her, and from all we know, he likes her enough, you know. I don't know, that face when she was hugging him, he's like, Oh God, please get me away. This is the worst. Yeah. And I'm surprised that he was able to uh make Liza make sound. Right. And oh, well and he might be good at sex. Uh, I feel like he must have been thinking of other things. He implies that he's had sex with both Cat and... He does, he does imply that at some point, whether it's true or not. Yeah, it's pretty much not true, but... We don't... Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as they're ranting and raving, Liza is saying, I know that he has his hooters, and he they do naughty, dirty Hoos. things. Do you do naughty, dirty things? And she's like, never, never, never. He's like, you're not lying to me now, are you? And Sansa kind of breaks down and says, no, because I'm too, he says I'm too stupid to lie, that I'm not smart enough to keep everything, so I need to tell the truth all the time. Which is super, exactly the opposite of what Littlefinger has said. Right, it almost sounds like that's what something Cersei would say to her. I, I think, see, I think this is the first little bit of Sansa being like, I will play the game now. Yeah, I think... I will lie to help myself. Yeah, I think it, it was smart of her, and I actually believed it. I, I feel like this is like the Sansa's the seed, and it's sprouting. That's what, I just want Sansa to take over everything, is what I'm saying. I want, I want her to become a master player of the game. If she has to use Littlefinger to t- teach her things, yeah. so be it. Hey, Get good at the game, girl. Get good at game it. Game respects game. And you, if you want to apprentice under the best, you got to kind of get your hands dirty. So. Yeah. yeah and Liza seems to it, like that answer. Poor Sansa, though. I mean, she finally gets away from all the monsters in King's Landing. And, and then she, she, more monsters. Right. More now monsters she's got like time. a guy who's like creepily in love with her mom and wants to replace her with her. And then her mom's awful sister who thinks that she's having sex with Littlefinger. Right. It's it's a, a poor situation for everyone involved. Yeah. But Sansa is never going to be happy and the world's terrible. The world and is uh, terrible. A, yeah. And that's it. But the Lisa world does is terrible. iTunes reviews. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously we like to get iTunes reviews because iTunes is a, is where podcasts live. And if we have reviews, then well, you know, more people will come to our house. Poop Master 30234 says, uh, one of the podcasts that's at its best off topic. I would listen to these guys talk about anything all day. So the fact that these are some of the best informed winter fellows out there with loads of GOT insight and trivia to go along with their book clubs and show reviews. Drugs and Dragons, their other podcast, is also fantastic. Well, and I'd love you. to hear them keep talking about fantasy after the series has ended. Maybe a Wheel of Time podcast could has- happen. Also, I'm yeah. not Australian, but please read 
this on the show in an Australian accent, as this will help me finish faster. <laughs> Would you sort of try it and then you gave up? I was... Um, <laughs> also, I'm an Australian. Please read this on the show in an Australian accent, mate. Help me finish faster. Read it slow. Slower. I don't know. I'm sorry <laughs> to everyone. I'm I'm probably one of the world's best accenters. <laughs> and if you thought it was bad, that's your fault. Uh, Queen... If you thought it was bad, you're just doing the accent wrong. Yeah. Everyone in Australia is wrong. I'm right. Queenfan723 says, Love the crack pot theories. Really enjoying learning even more about the world and seeing the possible connections. Boink pop a cop. Nineteen hundred says it's good. I like it. It's good. It's a podcast. I listen to other Game of Thrones podcasts, uh, but this one stands out. I like the friendly banter between the co-hosts. Makes for a more interesting, funny, light-hearted listen. It can be a bit disjointed at bits, but Tim, Jennifer, and Nick are all funny. Yep, just keep ki- just yep, just them. Kidding, thrifty. <laughs> Why did you read all of that? That hurts me. <laughs> A Feast for Crows book club next? Sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do that in, in due time. It will come. Yeah. Bob 42 says, Great podcast. Look forward to it almost as much as the show itself. I'm a stupid poop butt. <laughs> but it bothers me how Jennifer always jumps onto jokes and then copy after someone already made the joke. Cheers. This is what we were referring to earlier. I will... Do it twice as much now. Yeah, Why did he write that he was a stupid poop butt? In pink. Yeah, it's really weird. And he wrote it in pink and different. And he used Comic Sans. Wow. Wow. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, also, I don't know if he's... Re- it, well, the way he's describing it, it's not sounding like what you did before. So he might be a poop butt. I still like your review, but I don't know if Well, it's... I'm quitting the podcast. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Quiddity131. Podcast in Soviet Russia. Podcast rates you. Brian Call from the United States says, Great insight for book readers and show watchers. As a, as a reader of the books, I love hearing about someone else's take on what I watched in the show and what I may have missed or forgotten about from the books. Fantastic job and very entertaining. Hey, thank you very much, people from the United States pod, uh, uh, iTunes store. Everyone from other countries, get, get with it. Yeah, get it what's together. The deal, you guys? Yeah, there's at least twice as many other countries that aren't America, so we should have at least twice as many uh, reviews, I think, right? Uh, there is Canada. Oh. Uh, in Australia. Yes, there is. There is well, Canada. we didn't have any Canada today, and the Australian raided on the dang uh, U- uh, United States <laughs> iTunes. I think he said he wasn't Australian. I think oh, he just I enjoys your Australian uh, accent Canadian so much. Good day, mate. Uh, yeah. No, oh, he oh, wasn't Australian. I'm a dumb idiot. Throw <laughs> me into lavas. <laughs> so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, it was a good show this week, and we enjoyed it. And um, if you want to talk to us, you know, there's always Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, do we have any spoiler thoughts? I really, I don't have a lot. This there's week. stuff that we could chat about, but eh, nothing really. We'll comes save to mind. it up yeah. for later's. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything. I don't feel strongly about it, so sorry, sorry, y'all. The, the, with this episode being so fillery, like yeah, the only like, the only thing I mean, I, sure we could spoil stuff, but like it has nothing to do with the episode. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. The only thing is that they've done two scenes that are supposed to be happening later, and I'm really curious how they're gonna do it. Yeah. So. Uh, and how we'll if it's, it's going to be interesting. So let's save it. Okay. Leave it up in your heart. 
So um, if you want to talk to us about any of that stuff, uh, go on Twitter. We're at Castle Thrones or at Geekly Inc. I'm at Thrifty Nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Jennifer Cheek. And I'm at R. Bristow. Uh, definitely, there's lots of wonderful discussion all the time over on geeklyinc.com slash forums if you want to talk to more peoples. Um, it's fun to come to these live uh, broadcasts that we do, which we, yeah. we typically do on Monday night after the show on Sunday night. So you yeah. can come and talk to other dudes and dudettes in the chat room. Mm-hmm. And uh, we usually keep tabs on what's going on there. So you can, you know, correct us when we screw up horribly. Yeah. And sometimes we steal from you. And if you're really lucky, we might give you credit. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you grateful? You, there's a certain, there's a window. You, if you're too funny, we'll just take the credit ourselves. Oh, but if sure. like you say something funny, that's like pretty funny, then we'll, we'll totally be like. Exactly. It's, it's B squared in the chat room said this really funny thing. Good job, buddy. Yeah. See, it works. So I guess uh, that's about it. Uh, so definitely we'll see you guys next week, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess so. Until then, keep riding that donkey. Mm-hmm.